This is our Pacific Northwest Music. We're going to be talking to local musicians, bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. All right, well, I just kind of want to try to find out who you are um, because I saw that you're playing at uh, the Woolly Market on February 21st, and you are Clyde and the, and the Mill Tellers, and who is that exactly? Oh, uh, well, the Clyde and the Mill Tailors has just kind of been a group or band of whoever I could get to kind of like play music with me for the last like four or five years. Um, as of recently, it's kind of just been I've been borrowing a lot of members of my other band that I'm in, the Bridge City Sinners. And uh, as of now, kind of the unofficial lineup would be like uh, Lightning Luke uh, on violin, uh, King Strang on bass and uh myself and we also have like a couple other members um that float in and out we'll have uh marissa sandejas of um who's a washboard amazing washboard player um plays is played in a few other bands plays in her own project but she joins in every once in a while and it, it's really just kind of like a, a loose collective at this moment of friends that i've been able to uh basically trick and fool into playing music with me <laughs> oh that's good well you know i just kind of want to pull something right out there yeah. um you know i i would imagine that a lot of people would kind of almost uh, you know sometimes a washboard is kind of looked at as almost a hilarious instrument and i don't mean to say that in a bad way because you know it has kind of that uh you know that look in in some some forms of music and so it's really cool that you pointed out that she's a a very good and talented uh washboard player so i, I don't know i just thought that was kind of i mean cool. she, she's yeah i mean it's like a the ceiling of washboard virtuoso uh, you know, it's like it's a very short ceiling, I imagine. But she she's an amazing musician altogether. <laughs> she's a Marissa Sandez, like an amazing songwriter, performer, and like plays four or five different instruments, I think. And just like, yeah, she she she's just a badass. <laughs> like, um, yeah, sweet. no, she yeah, she definitely like rips at the washboard as well. <laughs> Well, hey, before we get too far, I always like to try to play some music in the in the uh, episodes. Oh yeah, and uh, one and so the very first song that uh, see I always go through and I know I've said this on a lot of my episodes, but I like to kind of pick pick through and, and actually listen to the tunes and find out some ones that kind of stick out to me. And uh, let's see, I really liked um, Hell March. That was that's yeah. a good tune. Can you kind of maybe before we play it, can you kind of talk about it a little bit? Well, yeah, the that song I, I worked on that song for like I had a melody. Worked out on that for about two, three years. It was just kind of um, just like this little melody that I had that I never really worked with. I had lyrics, I think, even before then. And um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of like came together one day or really worked out. Um, Luke, um, Lightning Luke, who produced uh, this last album, Folklore, that I did, that Hill March is on, um, he really, I don't know, he he did a ton of work on that. Like, uh, I don't know, as far as like being able to kind of realize the full potential or the melody and the applications of it. Whereas like when I was playing it, it was just like a me and a banjo. And then I had like an idea for a clarinet part, but he really expanded on that and kind of just, I don't know, it made it sound more like me than I can, <laughs> you know, just by myself. So, but it, no, it was a fun song. Um, it's just kind of, uh, the song itself is, um, 
inspired from, I believe it was, uh, I don't want to misquote or sound ignorant because it's like a song, but it's like, um, it was a message scrawled on a wall of a, of a, a death camp in, um, it was, it was a Nazi death camp or something and on the wall was scribed, um, wait, if there is a God, when I die, um, he'll have to beg forgiveness of me. And it's just like that mentality of just like spiting God or whatever. It was just like very brutal and very metal. And I've always gravitated towards that aesthetic. Hold my tongue for I can't speak All the things I see Goats and hawks with crooked hands Disguised as lambs and priests Oh, the altar is on fire All the rafters bones Chorus of witches Singing from their burning poles A, that's a great tune and and i don't these songs always seem to come a little bit more alive with just uh when you're talking about the music and stuff and you know you're talking about uh lightning what was his name again lightning uh lightning luke lightning luke man that yeah uh, he really does do a good job i think that's uh that's the first thing that drew me into that song and um folklore altogether uh, just has some some good tunes on it. Can and 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 honestly, the uh, the cover. I know I know that's kind of maybe uh, yeah. side bit a little bit. No, but, no, no. Uh, what's going on in the cover there? 
sorry, all the art for, I use for all my albums and whatnot, or, or if I have time for any promotional material or anything that's visually orientated, I try to outsource to my friend Lindsay Falsoni, who's um, an artist back in my hometown. And she was, um, yeah, she's just amazing. I've, I've always loved her art. Like we went to high school together. She actually um, lived in Portland, Oregon, separate times um, after high school. Uh, and like we didn't know like we didn't hang out or anything we like found out years later yeah it's just like she's she's just a really good friend um amazing artist uh yeah it's like if you if you have a chance to like plug her on this like Lindsay falsoni illustration find her on instagram mm. and all that she's amazing go check her out <laughs> okay yeah well that makes a lot of sense and uh kind of fits your vibe too yeah right? well she she definitely deals with a lot of mean nitpicking and being like like, no, I want it this way. And... Ah. Ah, that's good. Well, let's go back to uh, to Root. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that was a couple years ago. And um, it was funny because as I was playing through all your songs and I heard the song, Which Side Are You On? I was like, you know, I feel like I've heard that before. Oh, and then yeah. when I jump back on Facebook, isn't it the one that's right there on the top of your Facebook page? Um, yeah, I think because we had the DIY sessions, Punk with a Camera did a video of that. That was like the first one. Yeah. Um, that got released through them and that kind of like uh that was kind of like uh, us breaking into like i guess the folk punk or youtube world of music yeah. and people being like like that's like where most people recognize me from that or you know the the other dude in bridge city centers <laughs> but um yeah no like that song was written by um florence reese in the 19 i want to say 19 uh 30s but i think i'm getting it wrong there um it was a it was a rehash or a cover of a old gospel song called lay the lily low which um eventually got turned into which side are you on which is a song about um the essentially the harlan county war and the struggles like a lot of uh minor and you yeah coal miner the coal miner uh workers of america um and their strife or whatnot or during organizing during harlan county the Harlan County War. Sorry, I'm trying to like make sure my words are all right. For this. I want to get it oh, right. Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, no, yeah, there's um, a lot of history there. Yeah. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, Florence Reese wrote that song. Uh, Pete Seeger did a really famous rendition rendition of it. Um, Rebel Diaz does an amazing version of it. Dropkick Murphys. Um, I think there's a few other versions. There, there's it's tons of other versions out there now. But um, yeah, that was that was kind of like um. I don't know. That was what I think most people's first exposure to uh, Clyde the Mill Taylors was. Was which side are you on? And um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of. It's not a bad song. Not a bad introduction. I think, <laughs> especially the kind of motivants. Got some other lyrics. I've um, borrowed lyrics from a, a song called "Solidarity Forever" by uh, Evan Greer, who's an amazing, amazing artist, um, like Riot Folk, uh, folk punk artist from like. I think early 2000s was like incredibly inspirational on me when I was like in high school and kind of discovering like, um, I guess like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, it's like kind of going through the whole like punk house phase, like collective house phase and just like kind of learning like the ropes of being a traveler and like autonomy and all this other thing. Left me behind, I said she never wanna cross 
seems like maybe not even just the music but everything about it it seems like it kind of starts off um almost simple and then kind of builds right yeah well like especially with that album uh i think the first song on there is the heretic um which is like yeah it's like just banjo and vocals and then by the end of it it's just like a whole like build I, i i really like the build of songs it's like almost um formulaic I think for me now, I need to I need to change it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I like I like the it's like I, I I've, I've always liked songs that kind of like reminded me of movies or songs that reminded me of sto- like I, I like the I like the storytelling. I try to be I don't I'm not always great at it, but I always try to I don't know when if if it's a really really good song, I'll try to make sure that there's a story or a narrative or something in there and not just be a you know i don't know like a snapshot or a reflection of one specific thing i like the progress of stuff and musically um i i I definitely gravitate towards those things (laughs) yeah well uh speaking of uh storytelling uh i was really compelled with the song uh no more soil to the or no i'm sorry one more time no more 
no more soul in the soil. Oh, yeah, no more <laughs> soil in the soil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wrote that song about zombies, <laughs> which, um, again, another thing is I love zombie movies. I love um, dystopian novels and stories of that nature. And that one, yeah, that was like another one. It was just like there, there really isn't even a, so much a story as much as it is just kind of a, I don't know, it, it's just like it's all aesthetic in that song. Like everything seems to reflect kind of a dystopian or terrifying aesthetic. <laughs> Good tune. Yeah, um, thanks. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about then the fact you mentioned that the, the, the albums were kind of put together by multiple different people, uh, yeah. that you've kind of come through. So what are you today then? Like, so you're out here traveling, you're doing some, some tours around and, and you're playing some places. What, what, how does that look then to the person that might want to come and, and see you, one of your shows? Oh, I mean, I, I think people like, I'm essentially still, it's like Clyde and the Mill Taylors will probably be the, the major platform of which I like promote. Um, a lot of people know me as like a solo artist as well as like, a uh, someone who performs with other bands and whatnot. Um, yeah, honestly, I've, I've never been, I've never been good at branding or like, uh, trying yeah. to like sell myself as like a product or image. Like I'm really just trying to make music and, um, I've so far found like a really, I don't know. I, I found like a nice fat vein to kind of like throw my music into. <laughs> and that's like through bridge city centers. Um, I've just got off tour with, uh, Jake Orvis, who's, um, mandolin player and banjo player of the goddamn gallows and one of my favorite bands of all time like 357 string band so just like um i don't know it's like i've never really been too concerned with um you know it's like i i hope people could find me i, I would hope it, it wasn't hard for people to find me but at the same time um yeah it's just like the, it's like the songs are out there if you could find them that's great if not um you know, you'll probably find one of my other bands. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like one day maybe I'll get on top of branding and actually be able to do that. But, um, yeah, like that Clyde McGee or like Clyde of the Mill Taylors or Bridge Six Center. It's like all that stuff's very secondary to um, just really just showing up and playing music where people allow me nice. to. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, and I really kind of want to uh, just hit up uh, one more song, if you don't mind. And uh, yeah, yeah, it it was kind of one of those things when when I pop on and and check out the artists, and it seemed like Miner's song. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I it, it was it's a great tune, and you had a, a couple songs that were kind of like it seems like they're more popular than the others. I don't mean to say it that way. Oh yeah, no, no. That minor song is anger. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> my most well received song as of yet. Um yeah, I'm I'm incredibly proud of that song. <laughs> oh, what's it about? Um it's it's about a disgruntled uh employee of a mine and it's like all fictional. Uh I just had this I this image of um someone who you know, like worked in a mine, like a gold mine, got tired of just um, you know, terrible conditions. And instead of organizing, just decided to blow the whole mine up and kind of rebury all this fortune. Like the the last line of that song is like, um, I think kind of sums it all up. It's just like laughing at these rich people that, you know, make poor people pull gold out of the dirt and send them deep into the ground. So I, I, I don't know. I've never, I've, I've, I have a huge affinity for um, miners and workers alike and, never been a very hard worker myself so i think that song kind of wrote itself and like if i was in that situation in that time i would instead of organizing or working for someone else i would probably just want to blow the mine up or something like but um it, it's a very just like kind of a i don't know it leans on the chaotic archetypes i think of characters that i like to write about um, of just i don't know just outlaws and terrible people alike <laughs> so I kind of wrote a best song about that I suppose more than anything Men came here and they dug their hole trained the entire night sky into the ground 
ground below Stars down there, oh, they shine like gold Yeah, the money shines like pennies at the company store Shovels, clean your gun, feed your horses on apples, make sure the whiskey's done. I laid the wire, I set the clock, boy did I fly, heard the Tommy knockers laughing when the blast filled up my eyes. money now buried in its tomb Cool, man. Well, um, so I'm just kind of just kind of bouncing around on your social media and stuff. Um, what what's the best way to find it? Because it doesn't seem like you're very active on, on oh, Facebook or I'm Spotify definitely not as I'm definitely yes. Yeah, <laughs> Spotify, Spotify, and Instagram is probably the best way to go. Um, Instagram, it's Clyde McGee Music. Uh, yeah, um, Spotify, Clyde and Mill Taylor's on Spotify. That's the best way to <laughs> find what I'm doing, I suppose. Right on. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, uh, I did see that dark folk and Americana. Um, yeah, and that so that's you, um, man. That that's a really cool. I that I when I saw that uh, basically that you were uh, that was one of your playlists. I was like, man, I need to check that out. Just the name kind of draws you in. A oh yeah, bit. like I, I I love Spotify. Uh, it just kind of gets a bad rep. I feel amongst artists from um, the small portions. I guess it pays people, but it's not a. It's amazing advertisement, and if you learn how to work it or like curate or, um, I guess off ramp from other social media platforms, uh, Spotify is just like amazing. Like I don't know, it's helped me out so much as a musician. It bought me a twenty dollar uh, uh, Bloody Mary today. So <laughs> <laughs> it can't. Oh man, <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> oh, it was all right. It was it, it was it was better than the pizza I had here. So. <laughs> Uh, right on. Well, hey, man, thanks so much for taking your time yeah. here, Clyde McGee, and the uh, Clyde and the Miltel Taylors. You got a you got a lot going on in Bridge City. What was it? Uh, Bridge City Sinners is my other band. I also play with um, Jake Orvis. Um, 
Yeah, um, every once in a while I'll play. I'm, I'm, I play with Lightning Luke, but that's um, it's like it, it's just like every where everyone in my band is also in another band, and we're all so busy with all the other things. So it's uh, I'll say I'm in a band, but like it'll be like yeah, I play with them like maybe one time out of the year, <laughs> and, then, gotcha. and then it's that's that was the show or that was the band for that year. But um, cool. Hey, thanks, Rudy. Have a good one, man. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next month. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you wouldn't want to miss this.